Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode is brought to you by Mossy Oak. Because everything is better in Bottomland. Kent Cartridge. Quality matters. Performance counts. Shen Gear. Waterfowl gear that is built better. And Benelli USA. Dominate the skies. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up, man? Man? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, getting stuff around the shop organized, getting a few pot calls slung out. What trying you... to stay dry. Yeah, man, it's raining like crazy over this way. It's not been a good weather week to go turkey hunting this week. No. I think even the folks that are mad at them are at the house right now because they got to be. <laughs> or at their job because they got to draw a paycheck. Yeah. Whatever. But speaking of at their job, on the line this afternoon, we've got Hunter Wallace with rogue hunts he is in somewhere in the state of georgia he's not even entirely sure where in a dairy queen parking lot because it's the only place that has cell service hunter can you hear me i can hear you loud and clear man (laughs) and i'd like to be sitting in this dairy queen parking lot enjoying a victory ice cream but i think i'm going to go in here and have a defeat ice cream because we've just been getting our freaking tails kicked here lately Uh uh-oh Jeez, what's the problem Man, it uh hopefully my dad doesn't listen to this podcast because we've played catch and release just about all week. Uh <laughs> between uh between uh we'll just put it this way. We've had uh plenty of them well within gun range that have uh walked away. And that's that is hard for me to deal with. Very hard for me to deal with. But we've uh We've had some fun, man. We, uh, my dad ended up killing one yesterday, and man, we've been on turkeys. But it just honestly, it's been so hot and humid these last couple of days. I think it's got him in a really weird funk, and it's just, it's just been tough. It's nothing, nothing else you can say about it. It's just been plain tough. But we're on them. We got one more. We're gonna, we're gonna hunt tonight and tomorrow morning, and see what happens. Hopefully, we could, we could finish strong. So have y'all, have y'all killed one yet, or is they just, y'all just, they, y'all just been getting the runaround? Uh, my dad killed one yesterday. Okay. Yeah, Good yeah, deal. yeah. We killed we killed one, which was rewarding for sure. But uh, like I said, there should definitely be uh, four or five of them strung up that, <laughs> that are still out there. They're so, still out there living. So it's not a full defeated ice cream trip. Just a no, half defeated. Half defeated. Okay. Like instead of uh, maybe instead of getting a blizzard, I'll just have to get a plain vanilla. <laughs> you know, Hunter, which is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter, it's good to be a conservationist every now and then. <laughs> That's what they say, anyway. The anti-hunter hunters like to say that, from what I hear. But uh, yeah, it's okay to let him walk, I guess. Or I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to change that tonight. That's for sure. There you go. Go try and put one to bed. Well, to we've bed been dealing good. with five or. Yeah, exactly. We've been dealing with five or six that have been coming out in this big, gigantic field like every night. And uh, we're going to see if we can't get around on them and cut them off tonight. We've kind of just been letting them go, but it's just concerning with the heat. I don't know if they'll be out there, but regardless, we're going to try. Can't kill them on Can't kill them in a Dairy Queen parking lot. You can't. You got to go. You, you know? can't. No, you can't. I don't know. This place is so out here in the sticks. You might, but <laughs> of, of all them, of all them around here, I'm sure this is probably your best chance. But. Well, oh, I mean, Georgia sounds like it's been a little tough, but. As far as I've seen on social media and hearing from you, it's it's been a pretty good start to the spring, though, huh? Yeah, it has, man. We started out in Florida a week or two ago, and, man, for as hot as it was down there, it was on fire. Uh, we killed uh, we killed three pretty quick down there. Uh, we had some just some great hunting, man. Usually, you know, for Florida, it seems to be best to be there, like, opening day. We got there, oh, that second weekend, and, man, it was hot down there, too, but turkeys were on fire uh the first morning i killed one uh second morning 
our buddy Ratso, who we go down there hunting with, he killed one, and then uh, we were able to take another guy out the last day, and we killed one there. But uh, Florida was great, and then from there we headed up to uh, Alabama, a little bit of a tradition trip with our buddy Terrence, and we had some fun up there too, man. The turkeys were in the right mood. We uh, we were able to get on a bunch of them and, and be successful up there too. So it's it's can't complain too much about the start. It's it's been good. We've uh, we've got five or six kills on video and. Uh, it's off to a pretty strong start. You probably ate some good food with Terrence, didn't you? We did. We definitely <laughs> did. That's one thing about it. If the hunting sucks, you know you're still going to eat good. We had a big, uh, we had a big uh, crawfish boil, and uh, we uh, we had a big time, man. It, it it was really really good. He always he always treats us well, and it was a blast. Yeah, that man can throw down. That man can throw Someone down. Someone can cook. Ain't no doubt about it, dude. He. Uh, he didn't get that way from not knowing how to cook. I can no, tell you that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I, I, he, think, uh, I think his I think his shirt size has a lot to do with how good he can cook too. You know, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> he was the only guy I can tell you this for sure. Now, obviously, I'm from the north. I can't handle that super super hot hot mm-hmm. crawfish deal. But he was the only guy for as hot as he, these crawfish were. They were delicious. But, I mean, like, three, four hours after everybody had already been done, he was still sitting there picking at him. There's something <laughs> There's something to be said about that, man. He's uh, as hardcore of a turkey hunter as he is. He's just as hardcore into the crawfish. That's for, for dang <laughs> Can't let him go to waste now. He can't let him go to yeah, waste. Crawfish no. aren't very good reheated. You can't really have those leftovers. You got to. No, that's what, that's what everybody said. We had a ton of leftovers. I was going to try it, but they, they told me it's very clear of it. Yeah. It sounds know. like uh, y'all had a pretty weak crowd because we had a crawfish boil up here the other week, and, man, them tables were completely clear. It seemed like about 20 minutes. We're, well, hell, we only had maybe, one bag. I know. We were looking for more food. We ran out. Yeah, maybe you're was... just a uh, better crawfish cooker there, Chef Hodges. Ooh. <laughs> That I may have to be a, a an episode on the film series. We could. It do might. It Rogue. might have to be we a. We could do it on Rogue might. and on ours. We could do a, a Chef Hodges versus T Dub. I don't there know if I want to compete with T. They were pretty good, but I don't know. Y'all, y'all look like the number ten standing next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah, you, you. I mean, I doubt it. You might be able to outcook them, but I can guarantee you, if it comes down to who's going to eat the most, you're definitely not going to beat them in that category. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's got you smoked there. No, he's got too many X's on his shirt tag to lose that competition. <laughs> exactly. He really does. He really does. But, no, man, it's it's always a good time over there. I enjoy I really enjoy coming down here and hunting the south, starting out down here. It's, it's uh, you know, being from the north, it's nice to be able to come down here and get started so early because, man, our season still doesn't come in for a month. So, it, hey, really? Uh, Into April? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's this year. I think it's it's always uh for pa anyway it's always the, the closest saturday to may first i think this year it opens in may actually really i didn't know that is it a four week yeah. or a six six week season it goes all the way it'll it'll be it's always the uh closest saturday to may first and it goes out uh the closest or no it, it usually now it usually goes to the 31st unless the 31st is a sunday then okay. it'll be uh because we don't have any sunday on now right. it comes in the 20, yeah it'll be the 29th it comes in this year and uh yeah man it, you'd be surprised though a lot of times it's a lot of times up there it's it's still like freaking winter but uh this year i don't think it'll be the case it seems like the whole country is just bloomed up it's green as heck down here man, man, it's, it's green been down here too son driving to work through the river bottoms and the creek bottoms it's green green yeah like mid-april yeah. green right now yeah and you, you boys still got what two weeks there next saturday Week from Saturday yeah. is when our, our youth season comes. comes in this weekend. Oh, week yeah, week from Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's a big change. They're gonna be all gobbled out. They're gonna be all gobbled out. I know it. Oh come on, <laughs> Aaron's that's, over here shaking his head. No, <laughs> that's a wives' tale. Oh yeah, I know that doesn't exist. Well, tell me, <laughs> tell me a story. Which tell me, pick one from either Florida or Alabama. Tell me a story, or Georgia. Oh, well. Again, the Georgia stories I might get in trouble for because there's a lot of – if I told them as true as they happen, there'd be a lot of bleeps in this. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, the Alabama, man, Terrence and I, our first morning in Alabama, uh, 
we slid into a spot and didn't really hear anything and man probably an hour after fly down we we're just kind of sitting there and the hen gets cranking up and all of a sudden this turkey gobbles way down this bottom so we get about halfway to them and uh man you can tell pretty quick they're coming there's a few of them so we sit down and man anybody that's ever hunted with terrence knows he gets freaking tore up i mean if you could if you think you could hear drumming from a long ways you could hear terrence from 100 yards breathing when he gets fired up <laughs> i mean he gets super fired up so these turkeys come up over this hill and uh they, they start working their way to us down this down this logging road and uh kind of pull off to our left and they come right back out and man terrence is just in shambles like as soon as you shoot i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up and, and shoot right over your head all right <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like yeah yeah that's cool <laughs> that's cool so uh this one walks out right into the road caught at him he gobbled boom i i shoot him and i kind of dump out of the way man terrence pulls up and he makes a hell of a shot on one flying out of there and he oh. dumps it and we're celebrating, man. I turn around, and his turkey looks like it's got a little bit of life left in it. If, if you watch the video, it's a lot funnier than me explaining it to you. But he just starts screaming, go get him, go get him, go get him, go get him. So I go running down the hill, and, man, I had to uh, <laughs> I had to run him down a little bit for sure. <laughs> but uh, but I got on him, and it closed out our, our double. Terrence and I usually always shoot double every year. No matter where we man, we've shot doubles in Texas, PA, Alabama. We usually always have one every year, and that uh, – it was successful again this year. Had to calf rope him, huh? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had to get uh, I think for as, as heavy as he was breathing, I was about equal by the time we got both the turkeys <laughs> back up, back up to where we had sat down on them. But uh, no, it was a, it was a cool hunt, man. And, uh, it's always a blast hunt with Terrence. There's no doubt about it. There's always a always a story behind every one of those hunts. I can oh, yeah. tell you that right now. Oh yeah. Terrence is one of my favorite guys to talk to about turkeys because, I mean, it's when he starts telling a turkey story, it's like he's living in it right then. Oh, yeah. and he gets so fired up over him. It's, yeah. it's fun. He really does. Man, he uh, he definitely definitely does not lose the fire, I can tell you that much. He, it's, it's pretty cool to see him get as tore up as he does, honestly. It's, it's uh tells you that you never lose that fire, man. Nope. That's the truth. And that part of the state that he's in where y'all were hunting is a gorgeous part of the state too. It's it is, so yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Western Alabama over there is, uh, I've hunted years ago. I used to hunt down Southern Alabama and stuff and it, it was nice, but man, you get up into Terrence's where it's, it's not all flat. It's all that hill country and stuff. It kind of reminds me some places of it kind of remind me of Tennessee. Yeah. Just the, the hardwoods and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous place to chase turkeys. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's where he's hunting is uh, where I grew up hunting. Um, oh, really? There. Yeah, not not the exact property, but it's it's really really close by. Um, yeah, yeah. So a really really small town too. I've I've been to Carrollton a time or two. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's always fun for me anyway. Yeah. Just you know from being back home and always always hunting turkeys and with some terrain, it's it's nice to be able to hunt turkeys and, and a little bit of topography just. Because it makes it so much easier to move on them, in my opinion. Oh, and if yeah. you got one, if you got one that's kind of hung up or doesn't want to do the deal, you get him over a lip, and, and you could uh, you could get aggressive and play a little offense on him. You oh, know, yeah. it also helps to close distance on one too. If you know one's down on the on the other side of a ridge or something, no doubt, you can absolutely, absolutely use that as a visual barrier, big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It uh, it makes it a whole lot more fun, I think. Yeah, I'm really curious about this Georgia story. I, I really, I about, really think I want to hear the Georgia story for your dad. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try to give you the, I'll try to give you the, uh, the clean version if I can. Uh, the first morning, these these same six that I was talking about here before that we've been after, uh, pretty much every day, man. We slid in here the first morning. We had them roosted. They've been flying down in this big, uh, this big big field. Anyway, long story short, they fly down. As soon as they hit the ground, they all gaggle together, start yelping at them. And here they come. I mean, they're just death marching to us, all six of them. And they get they get to about 10 yards, and they kind of hang up just just a little bit shy. I had a Jake decoy out, and they get just, just a little bit shy of that Jake decoy. Like I mean, they're right next to it pretty much, but they're just not coming around the side of it. And uh, 
they stood there and gobbled and shredded and you know 12 yards 15 yards for two or three minutes and they turned around and walked away and nobody shot and uh that was a little confusing to me i don't know why nobody shot and if you ask my dad he couldn't he couldn't swing his gun that way and uh i guess that's what happened <laughs> so about 10 minutes later we made another move on them got up in the woods started calling they just freaking started losing their minds again just eating it up here they come again and they get up to about 30 yards this time and uh I mean, you can see their heads plain as day, man. They're sitting there 30 yards, gobbling back and forth, and uh, they turned around and walked away again. So, uh, goodness me, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how it went. Without uh, without saying, there was a few words shared between the whole group after <laughs> after both times after they after they walked away, and I'm sure it wasn't the most ideal of shots, but. Uh, if I was behind the gun, there definitely would have been some rogue ammo tossed. I can tell you that. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. But who knows? It might be a little more poetic. If we could get them tonight or tomorrow morning, it might just add to the story. But they've definitely acted like – I mean, we've literally had them within 30 yards three different times, and they're starting to uh, they're starting to act like it. So. <laughs> it kind of sounds like that camera saved a few turkeys' lives. It has, it has, Oof. which the whole goal of rogue hunts now, for me anyway, is make the hunts as real as possible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're definitely, they're definitely real. <laughs> they're definitely real. <laughs> but if, if it were me, I, uh, I definitely would have shot, but it is what it is. We were successful. My dad killed one, uh, yesterday. Like I said, we had a pretty cool hunt and, uh, we're going to keep chasing them, man. Heck yeah. Where's next? Where are you headed next? You coming up here? Uh, I probably will be to Tennessee, but tomorrow we're leaving, going to uh, North Carolina for that Strut Masters event. Okay. Yeah, I'm hunting uh, with my buddy Nate Hosey in that, and we'll see how that goes. We've got some prime weather. From what I see, they're calling for uh, three inches of rain and 49 degrees. Man, that sounds great. I mean, you couldn't draw up a better weather day, honestly. For for a one-day event. I don't know if I'd pick anything better. I don't. I couldn't think of anything better. No, when I think of maybe hard goblin sleep. turkeys, you know, I really think of that yeah. just hail, oh, downpour, yeah. wind with major yeah. gusts. When you wind. think of prime spring, red hot longbeards, <laughs> you think about degrees, spitting sleet, raining sideways. I mean, that's you couldn't draw it up any better than that. Exactly. Low I might pressure, need to borrow one humidity. <laughs> I might need to borrow a pair of your guys' shin waders just to get through that stuff. Maybe, maybe that's the reason behind Strut Masters this year. It's not who can kill the biggest bird; it's who can kill actually a bird. kill one. <laughs> oh man! In those conditions, I'll be happy with a Jake. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. It's. Uh, I think it's gonna be. You could watch some of them fly up and figure out right where they're flying down. Uh, but who knows? I mean, if it's if it's going to be, I think it's going to be like thirty mile an hour gusts too. They could just sit in the tree. I was just fixing to say they I, may not even get out of the tree. I know it. I know it. So it might be it might be an interesting event, but we'll see. After that, I think I'm going to hang out there for a couple of days, and then uh, might go to Kentucky a little bit, and then uh, I think I'm going to hit some public ground in Tennessee this year. Something I've Ooh, not really done much of. So. Dang! Did you shoot all of Spencer's turkeys last year? Or? <laughs> We got into him. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's somebody else's turn. Give him a I think break. Somebody else's turn. Yeah, give, we'll him, give him a break. A break. Year. Well, hell, yeah, we, I'm looking we forward run all to the way it, to the end of May. You might be able to come back at the at the in the fourth quarter. And the, after every other state closes, you can still come back down here and kill them. But maybe, man, maybe we'll see. By that time, it seems like the Northeast is uh, pretty prime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty prime. But you so, talking about yeah. coming here and hunting public land, good luck. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I mean, don't I don't have the highest of expectations, but but we'll see what happens. I'm gonna we're gonna give her hell and then uh after uh after Tennessee we're gonna head back home and we have that uh our youth hunt, Nancy's vision, on the uh twenty second of April. And yeah. then uh from there on out we'll be we'll be up north. So Bill. Tell everybody about Nancy's vision. Nancy's Vision, this is going to be our second year. Uh, all the proceeds go to the Catch a Dream Foundation, and anybody can donate to it. But it's it's just a uh, – it's an awesome event, man, for the kids. 
give away a bunch of great prizes. Uh, it's going to be at a really cool locations this year. It's called the Outdoor Insiders. It's a big hunting store, and it's just a blast, man. It's just a, you know, it's PA's Youth Day. Anybody can sign up, and uh, it's just just basically a turkey contest for kids, and all the proceeds go right to Catch a Dream. And uh, this is our second year. Last year worked out great, and we're hoping for the same this year. Was it a pretty big event last year? It was, man. Our goal was like ten thousand dollars, and last year we ended up bringing in almost forty. So, man, yeah, yeah, we couldn't ask for much more than that. And uh, it was just a great day, man. It was a lot of fun, a lot of smiles on a lot of kids' faces. It, it was, it was really cool. And the winner last year of the the Nancy's Vision won a uh, hunt with a superhero or something like that, didn't he? Something like that. I don't know about a superhero. I'm glad I'm not taking him down here. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Man, it was. Oh, uh, that's, uh, was it Wonder Woman? Was Wonder Woman the superhero with long brown hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we were up there in Pennsylvania for nine days, and me and Levi had a show up there, and the uh, winner of the Nancy's Vision actually came up to the booth and was talking to us or whatever, and. He was all, yeah, I'm so excited I could go hunt with, with Hunter this year. And, I mean, it seemed like every single person that came by that booth knew either Hunter or Josh. It's like, y'all rock stars out there. And I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, it'll be I'm, – I'm looking forward to, uh, to taking that guy. We're going to do the same thing uh, this year. going to give away another hunt and uh, shotgun. We got all kinds of great prizes, man. It's uh, it's really a cool event for sure. Anybody, uh, anybody in the state of PA – you got to sign your kid up. You can go on Catch a Dreams website, and uh, you can sign them up right there, man. It's like twenty five bucks for kids, and uh, twenty five for adults. There's food, the uh, whole nine yards. It's a it's a really cool event. Man, that's awesome. That is so awesome. You're not gonna make any big trips out west this year. I don't think so. I'd I'd like to venture out there, I, man, sometime in the next couple of years just because i haven't done it in a while i think oh it's been four or five years since i went to nebraska and, and did that whole deal but it's just hard for me man you guys know just being from the south it's hard to beat an eastern in the timber gobbling hard yeah. it's hard to trade that in the month of may for uh you know because i'm you know lucky to have some incredible eastern hunting and in pa and the whole northeast new york the whole nine yards yeah I was and, just fixing uh, to say it's probably a lot harder for you <clears throat> to make that trip and make that make that decision because your season is, you know, getting right about then. the time that everybody oh, starts yeah. going out west. But you know, for us, we're usually exactly. wrapping it up by about the time we head we head out that way, yeah. which will be exactly. different this year. So we'll see what happens. But I tell you what, though, I mean, there's nothing like a uh, good old sweet Rio or Miriam to give you a little sweet kiss when you're struggling on the east. Man, you night. gave a few of them a sweet kiss this past weekend. <laughs> We had a blast. Kiss of death. Do you, you know that, Hunter? Man, I saw that. Where were you, California? Well, yeah, we went out to California. It was incredible. Nothing That's I've somewhere I've never been. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Um, really? Lots yeah. of birds? Um, I don't know if it's lots of birds or just the lack of folks, but, man, the scenery out there, too, is just its unbelievable. Uh, it's nothing like I thought it would be. Oh, you just get out there and you can see for miles, man. It's it's incredible. Yeah, that's uh, that's some place I I think at some point I never never really thought that I wanted to or cared to do the the forty nine deal. But every year that goes by, I think you know just something about chasing them in every state would definitely be cool. And it's a it's a goal that I'd slowly like to work to. Yeah, and just to see places like that, you know, that's and that's, that's, that's pretty. Yeah, and I think I think all three of us could agree and probably speak for a lot of people when we say the places that turkey hunting takes us will never cease to amaze me. Yeah, I say it every Absolutely. time, man. Um, every time I kill one, you know, you're sitting there with him and, you know, hanging out and just looking around, and it blows my mind every time, you know, just where a turkey can take you to. Yep. Absolutely. It's crazy, man. From one coast to the next. That's right. And even across the coast. Exactly. Exactly. I would like to go across the coast. Man, wouldn't that be something? Go to Hawaii. Lord have mercy. Mm. Yeah, that would that would be a cool one. I'd enjoy doing that someday too. Hunter would enjoy that because I heard you can you can turkey hunt shirtless in Hawaii. I think he'd like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Now, I think you could kill it. I know. (laughs) Got us kicked off a golf course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, hey man, it was hot that day. I'm gonna, I'll sound like Terrence, man. 
Man, it was hot. I was sweating. Speaking of that, we're we're hosting the uh, Rolling Thunder Golf Scramble at that course this year, and I I don't know if those folks put the two and two together, but mm. this crew and that that course is pretty nice. We'll have to see see how that plays out. It'll be. I a, better not. I better not show face. It'll be a culture shock for that golf course. For well, sure. I don't think I don't think you have to worry about it because that is the uh, that's the last last two days of turkey season in Maine. So. Oh, pretty yeah. much know where I'll yeah, be. I guess that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see you after that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll FaceTime you in. You can apologize you to the cart girls or something. I might have to. <laughs> I might have to. Well, tell us about Rogue Hunts and kind of what it is, you know, your goal behind it, um, where we can watch it and stuff for folks that haven't been keeping up with you. Yeah, man. This, this is my first year kind of doing it all on my own and, uh, hired a guy's name's jake belinda he's our producer he does a really great job but my overall goal for it is just to have some real you know pretty raw real hunting just uh in a in a in a format that's not filmed all on a gopro and 40 minutes long you know what i mean just you know i want it to be quality but the real deal so that's kind of been our mindset going into it uh it's it's all going to be digital you can watch it on YouTube, uh, Instagram, anything like that. But yeah, man, it's just it's just basically going to be a collage of as many hunts as we can get, kind of short episodes, no longer than five or ten minutes, and uh, just kind of explaining where we're at and, and killing turkeys, which is pretty much uh, what I do in the springtime. It's just it's just going to be the real deal. <laughs> yeah, notice how he said he doesn't hunt turkeys in the springtime. Hunter Wallace kills turkeys in the springtime. <laughs> well, well I, we can back up there because. <laughs> The last couple, the last couple of days, I feel like a real conservationist. The way, or conservationist, the way we've been letting them walk. Oh, yeah. undercover tree hugger down there in Georgia. Yeah. So the last couple of days, I don't even know if we've been hunting them. We've just been filming them. Going, so. going on a hike in the woods. Exactly. A, a walkabout. Exactly. I've been there. But, that's been about my season so far. I've only been a handful yeah. of times in Mississippi, and I feel like I've just been enjoying the scenery for the most part. Yeah, but, man. I've been I've been seeing a lot of guys hunting public in Mississippi, and it it looks like that stuff just gets pounded and pounded. Oh my gosh. Gosh. It, it looks does. like some tough hunting. I've never I've never hunted Mississippi actually, but it uh it looks like I'd imagine you know them opening earlier than pretty much everywhere else. Yep, yep. I mean, yeah. this is my this is like my fourth or fifth year hunting in Mississippi, and this is my first year hunting on public. And out of all the states that I've ever hunted before. Mississippi's just different, man. It, it, how they behave, how they act, how the lack of vocal, how, oh, how not vocal they are just because they're getting hunted just about every day of the season, especially on public. But, I mean, it's just they've been whooping me. I missed one about three or four years ago, and I still wake up screaming about it. But, you know. Man, I just think not only is the presence of the amount of hunters in Mississippi, but there's some turkey killers that that live in the state of Mississippi. You damn right there. And, uh, I mean, I I grew up hunting there, and I'm not one of those killers, but I grew up around some of them. Um, and it's it's incredible, you know, the history of Mississippi, which which comes with that. Is a lot of turkey hunters and the guys guys that absolutely love it. And, and there's guys who don't deer hunt, don't dirt, duck hunt, nothing. They they look That's forward they to do. May fifteenth every year. And you got to think about those people that that do that that are diehard turkey hunters in Mississippi are hunting those hard headed turkeys. Exactly. And so you got to be good yeah. to kill those birds on a consistent basis. And so they just breed killers. Especially me being from the north and coming down to the south. It's such a, I mean, you know, turkey hunting's obviously popular across the United States, Canada, the whole deal. But there's something about just the rich, rich tradition. Yep. Down here in the south, man, it runs deep. It really does. And it's so... Uh, you can just feel it, you know, like at Terrence's the other day at that crawfish boil, everybody's talking about turkeys, turkey on the whole nine yards. And it's just a, uh, it's a cool experience to be able to see how, uh, how deep it really does run. It's, uh, it's cool. And, and yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it from, in my opinion, from Georgia to Louisiana, there is just a different strand down here and they oh, yeah. are as hard headed as they get. Oh yeah. So it's it, it, they're definitely definitely tougher i don't know if it's just because like you think about it up north where i am you know with with having a, some harsh winter sometimes when you finally get that weather to break 
I almost wonder if they don't get, you know, more excited to the fact that they gobble every day pretty much. I mean, not always, but, but for the most part, they'll gobble every day, which obviously down here, man, it could be every other day. (laughs) They just, uh, they could definitely be stubborn down here. There's no doubt about it, which makes it a little more uh, rewarding. Yeah. When you get them to work out. Yeah. I mean, speaking on the, you know, one day or another so different, we had, I was down in Mississippi hunting before work on back to back mornings. And one morning was cold. It was foggy. It was pretty humid. And I had one that gobbled probably 10 or 12 times on the limb and on the ground. And a creek was about the only thing that kept me, well, creek and property lines was about the only thing that kept me from getting to him. But, um, the very next day I went out, same spot, same area, better weather day, no fog, no humidity, high pressure, not as cold, and he gobbled twice mm. and and just vanished. It's it's crazy, man. And and it does seem like down here they react so much, so much harder than anywhere else to weather changes. Like to today, man, every day that we've gone out down here in Georgia, we have heard at the very least, five or six in, in a couple different directions. Now, today, first day it was overcast and super, super humid, and we went to five or six different spots, and we didn't hear a turkey all morning long, like literally. And you know they're there. Yep. It's just, you know, and, and that's something that I see a, a, definite, a definite difference in up north compared to down here. And we could have some crappy weather days where they might not be quite as fired up, but it seems like they're always going to gobble down here, man. If you get some weather change of any kind, uh, better uh, better pack your lunch because it's going to be uh, oh, it's yeah, a tough be a day. day. Yeah, and they they react about like the people do in the South. We don't react well to temperature <laughs> to, to weather changes. That's that's <laughs> the most frustrating part about them too, is because you know they're there and they just that they don't have nothing to say. And that's the, and that's the thing about this part of the part of the state that i'm hunting and and specifically this block of woods that i'm hunting is i've walked the whole thing i can't tell you how much turkey scratching i've found yeah and i mean i've heard birds every time i've gone out there and i know they're there yeah but i don't think it's a problem of them not gobbling they're doing it some at some point in the day they're they're getting hot yeah but while they're doing that me and you are playing with pot calls and and emails punching checks i mean time clocks some of the best times to hunt birds down here in the south is you know 10 to 1, somewhere in there where oh, he's just man. out and about. Um, Absolutely. I was just fixing to say, I'm going to ask Hunter, Hunter, how many turkeys have you shot after the 10 o'clock hour? Oh, man. Probably more than you've shot before the 10 not, o'clock hour. <laughs> yeah. Not a, not enough by any means, but but definitely quite a few. Yeah. Especially, especially, I mean, even at home, man, it's, it, it gets better, in my opinion, after fly down. I mean, there's, you know, there's so many days that we – beat ourselves get out of bed as early as possible and slide in there for daylight and man the reality of it is if you've got a couple different properties that all have turkeys on them you're just as good sometimes waiting until 8 30 9 o'clock to slide in there because they could be you know uh, kind of worked their way away from the, those hens and that's when they're just lighting back up yeah i mean i've seen it a bunch of times where you know we get some bad weather and we don't go till 9 10 and uh man sometimes those are the best days there is yeah i mean that's what when when drake was the episode that we had this past one uh when drake was telling the story about the bird that he shot in georgia um that first day when he hunted last saturday it uh the rain it was windy and it it wasn't raining for like the first hour of the day i think and then it rained for about two or three hours and he said when they got out there after it rained they were on birds the rest of the day yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's just, that's just how it out. goes down here. And I mean, it, specifically in the South, from my experience, is they'll gobble a pretty good bit on the limb, and then from fly down until you know that nine nine thirty time frame is they'll just be silent. They'll just vanish. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I've noticed. I think sunshine's a big deal down here, man. Jeez. Oh, it's a huge it seems like deal. it seems like cloudy, cloudy, dreary days. They just they're just not about it as much as they are in sun. You know beautiful bluebird yeah. days they, they seem to really be choking them but man they could be as tough as anything and make you think there's not a turkey in the world and then you can go back to the same spot the next day and call up five different ones and yep. still make it an all-star so, well, i was just fixing to say you, know, you have the days that 
you know, you have the picture perfect textbook weather days and you don't hear anything. And then you go out on a day that you're like, man, I probably should sleep in, but I'm going to go anyway. And you shoot one on the ground. I mean, one of the coolest turkey hunts that I've ever been a part of was it, it rained the whole day before the wind was blowing 15 or 20 miles an hour. It was 40 degrees at the end of April. And we shot a bird before six o'clock. I mean, it was unbelievable. You and he was know, red hot, man. It was the wildest thing i was like not only have i never shot a turkey seen a turkey die when his toe touches the ground but on a day like this at the end of april i would never you wouldn't uh, i'd bet the house that they would have been completely silent that day you know just gotta go just keep the going of it that is you the, don't know until you go that's right don't know until you go yeah man it uh it's crazy how uh their mindset could change on a dime and They'll make you think you're the best turkey hunter in the world on those days. And then you go down to South Georgia and you get whooped for four or five days, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We've been going at it like Michael Jordan just hammering them, and then we get over here and it's like, holy crap, man. Surely has made me feel – the last couple of days especially. I mean, like today and yesterday have just been just been dead, man. And, then, and that's the frustrating part is you know they're there and you just can't get them to do anything at all. It's just – it's uh, – it's frustrating, but yeah. hey, maybe tomorrow morning it'll turn back around. I'm not sure, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to be out there trying. I can tell you that much. I'm interested to see how this weekend goes. It seems like the last three or four weekends, man, there's just been turkeys everywhere. Folks been killing it, but this oh, weekend's going to be a test. I mean, from across the entire South, there ain't nothing but rain and wind everywhere. So absolutely, and I think I think this the end of this week here. It seems like just about everywhere. The posts have kind of dropped off in the south. It, I think we're in a little bit of a funk right now, just just a little bit tougher. I don't know if it's because of the heat or they've been going at it so hard, but like those first couple, you know, that first week of Alabama, man, it seemed like everybody was just pounding them. And yeah. obviously, you know, your first week's the best time to really kill them, I think. But uh, Fresh birds. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is, you know, in Georgia, this is the first week. But right. They, uh I don't know if that just I, – I really do think the weather – I mean, it's so hot, man. Just in my truck right now, it's 85 down here. Dang. And, and, and humid. here. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It's well, it's just so cold. It was it was 80-something yesterday, and then now it drops off in the 40s. It's like that can't be good for a turkey. No, it's, it's going to take them a few days to bounce back from that. But, I mean, it, every year, to me, it feels like there's – the first week of the season, you can get on them. You can might get lucky and kill kill one or two of them, and then there's about a two week period where they just they just disappear. Yep. You know, my and, uncle always told me it seems like, and I have no clue if he just said it because that time of year that it happens. But in my head, I have a little different opinion on it. But he says whenever you start seeing them yellow flowers start popping up in the fields real good, and turkeys go lip sealed for about a week, they don't say nothing, and I. I, and it just – it so happens to play out. It's typically that second or third week of turkey season when it's just getting warm enough and you start seeing yellow flowers everywhere. And I don't know if it's the pollen or if it's what. It, it could be nothing. But it seems like every year you start seeing those yellow flowers like, well, they ain't going to gobble for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's I can't remember who you said it was, but somebody that you know that's hunting in, the, in South Mississippi is like, man, I think it's over. Yeah. And I was just like, give it about a week. They'll yep. be right back. They'll be right back to where they were, if not more intense than where they were. He also forgets. Yeah. He says he thinks it's over, but they've been pounding turkeys left and right. And yeah, they're probably shot all out of turkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I. I think personally, man, when people start saying it's over, it's not. I mean, I, I've seen them up at home. Now this is way up north, obviously, but I've seen them in July strutting. I yeah. Mean, it just totally depends on their mood, and I will definitely agree with you. It seems like, for the most part, in most places, the second week can be the toughest week. I don't know why, but it's it just like that. They get that first little bit of pressure, and they kind of uh, get into an odd funk, and then the third week's usually good. And, man, when people start losing interest, that last week can be on fire in a man, lot of those every, It feels like every year uh, that I've turkey hunted, we might, me and my dad and my brother, we'll get lucky and kill a couple in the first week of season, but we've always done most of our damage on the back half of the year. Frawley's been praying for rain for the first two weeks of oh, Tennessee yeah. turkey season yep. for the last month. Rain. Yep, and I I'm, I'm, think I'm getting my wish. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of yeah. sucks. I'm like, well, man, I kind of I want to go hunting now. But, I mean, I've always I've, – I've, I hope it rains a flood Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the first two weeks of the season. 
That way, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is perfect. <laughs> Everybody's at work. Everybody's at work. <laughs> save some turkeys' lives, man. Because we definitely save a few. Tennessee of has been taking it off the chin the past few years, man. There's yeah, a- they've uh, they've that's man for me. That's really screwed my spring up as far as where to go because I've got kind of a you know usually now is when I'd head to Tennessee. And right. it's, it's good, and, and the way uh, I'm sure right now in Tennessee would be on fire, just the way everything's so green this year and, and the, yeah. the spring are advanced. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what it's like when we get up there. I think it'll be good. What is it? It goes uh, almost to the end of May this year, doesn't it? day yeah. before Memorial Day is when it closes, May 28th wow. or something like that, yeah. That's, so it's, uh, it's the same six-week season. They just pushed it back two weeks. Yeah. Because typically we would have started last Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Now that last week might get a little tough. Yeah, <laughs> I might have to strap a, a few late. thermocells to me. they carry me off down there, wear like two snake boots on each foot. That'd be tough. Yeah, yeah that, man, I learned pretty quick coming down here to the south, a, uh, a thermocell. I think I'd rather have that than my boots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how hard they're gobbling. When I'm getting eaten alive, it is hard to uh, – Hard to want to be out there and, and listen to them when it's when it's that that annoying. Well, Florida's not only that, but you know how hard it is to sit still when you got say, two or three buzzing around your face. You sit down the gun barrel waiting for one to appear, and you're like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> there's nothing like there's nothing like being drawn, just waiting on his head to pop up. You got mosquitoes down your earlobes. <laughs> oh, you're just yeah. <laughs> that's the worst. Miserable. That is the worst. It, it takes the fun right out of it. Yeah. And there's places down here where they drink bug spray as their coffee. You know, it's a lot of places. It's a state bird. I can tell you that, man, Florida is like unbelievable. I mean, for the first, for the first hour every morning, you can bet. I mean, I've got two of them strapped to my freaking best pad shoulders. Like Mm -hmm. it is unbelievable that first, that first hour. Then after that, they seem to just kind of go away. But you better have, you better have one on. For that first hour, you're gonna be in trouble. They talk about how bad they are at Arkansas, and, and they are bad. I, I'm not taking that away. It's bad, but you go down there to some Cypress Heads of Florida. Let's watch this moment. Yeah, <laughs> them are some pterodactyls. Jurassic Park down there. Oh my god. Yeah, That's yeah, they can suck blood out of you to pass out. <laughs> That's funny. Well, let's let's wrap this up. I want to hear. I want to hear your best turkey story. It could be one that you shot. It could be one your dad shot. It could be one that you called up for somebody. I want to hear the best, the best turkey hunt you've ever been on. Jeez, man, I might have to think about that one for a second. And I know you're probably the same as me and Trip. You probably don't just have one. But when I say the coolest turkey hunt, one of the coolest turkey hunts you've ever been on, what's the one that comes to mind? Man, trying to think. I mean, you know, whenever we reflect back, me anyway, whenever I reflect back on, you know, some of my favorite turkey hunts, they'd have to be just when I was a young kid, just because, you know, there's nothing like when you were eight, nine, ten years old and the amount of excitement. Not that we still don't get excited because obviously we do. That's why we're out there. Right. But the amount of excitement is pumping through your veins when you're a kid like that is just, I mean, it's hard to explain even. I, I could remember one hunt. I don't even know how old I was, maybe nine or 10. I had missed a pile of turkeys. I was absolutely known for missing turkeys left and right when I was a kid. I, I don't know if it was just getting <laughs> tore up or what, but I would miss the fire out of them. And, uh, <laughs> just like, just like present day, me and my dad would, would definitely argue a little bit after, <laughs> after shots were fired. But uh, I can remember one very vividly as a young kid. I'd missed two or three that year in the same property. And uh, we slid in there late morning. It was one of those days where it kind of rained and the rain quit and uh, struck some turkeys. And this was probably the first year that I was calling on my own with a mouth call. Just, you know, just trying to call them up completely on my own. Right. And uh, we struck some turkeys and sat down. They're on the other side of a stone wall. And they sat over there gobbling and gobbling and gobbling. And just out of nowhere, man, all three of them pitched that stone wall and flew right to us and landed right there in front of us like 20 yards. And I shot one. And it was just me and my dad. And that's one that I could remember very vividly. But 
honestly, as a kid, most of the ones that I that I remember the most vivid are the ones that I missed because there was a pile of them. For every <laughs> every every one that I killed, I missed at least four or five back in the day. <laughs> that I, day. Guess that's, uh, <laughs> I guess that's what makes you love it. Yeah. And there's so many, you know, there's so many different stories that, you know, all of them, my favorite ones are probably with my dad, but just to think of them off the top of my head, just something that gets me fired up the most when I think about spring turkey hunting is, is those, you know, those early hunts, man. It was just nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. Trip, you got a good, you got me a good turkey story. Hmm. I got something that happened pretty cool. It was wild from this weekend. Go for it. Um, so I don't really know what I thought California was going to be like. I did not think that there was, mountains everywhere <laughs> i don't know why i didn't think there was mountains everywhere but poor there trip's is. been on an airplane three days three times in his life he didn't know there was mountains out west <laughs> there's plenty of them but uh well of course where he comes from a sand dunes a mountain uh, yeah. <laughs> but um man we were like i said where we were at I, we just got lucky and got some permission on some ground that was unbelievable and um we were set up on, we were actually set up on, it started with just one bird off to my left down in the bottom of a creek, and we were on top of him, and about that time, three more off to our right got real, real fired up, and we're like working, you know, all of them at the same time, just left and right, left and right, and um, I didn't know what was going to come in first, just kind of freaking out, and uh, about that same time, I just heard a real, real faint gobble way out in front of me my head i'm like god they're so hot it's just it's unbelievable how hot these birds were everything i mean they're gobbling everywhere and so we're working these birds and about that time for whatever reason i I caught something in the corner of my eye and i looked up and i swear on my life it 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 seemed like they must have flew over a half mile the two turkeys that i heard gobbling in, in front of me and these some guns have pitched off of a mountain and flew every bit of a half mile and landed 10 feet in front of us and like knew exactly where we were just pitched down right there and you know we shot one it was just crazy to me every time how 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 precise turkeys are with with their ears i mean it they know exactly where you are i mean them birds we didn't have no decoys out they just heard you know heard me yelping and landed 10 feet from where we were it's it's unbelievable. If they came in, if they came in that close, I know you didn't have one of those pink yelpers in your mouth. <laughs> no, I had one of them. Uh, one of them uh, black tape. One of them jet black. One of them there black you go. Tape that's that's the one. That's the one that'll bring them right to you. <laughs> well, I mean, my my story would be, you know, going on the same premise of trips, like just how honed in they can get onto your location. It was. It, it would definitely be that story that kid shooting his first bird on the terrible weather day. I mean, he had been. His dad and I are good friends, and we he'd just been texting me saying, but you know, Bennett really wants to go. You know, he's never killed a turkey, whatever. And his business partner's got probably two or three hundred acres in Middle Tennessee, and we went down there. A lot of it's cattle pastures, but um, we get down there. It's mid forties, into April, mid forties. It had just rained. The wind was blowing. And I grabbed John, and I'm like, man, we might just be walking through the woods today. And I was like, I don't think, I don't, I'm not really all that hopeful. And he was like, no, that's fine. We're just happy to be here. And I'm like, that's the exact mentality that we need to have today. <laughs> but um, we go walking off down in the, kind of to, on the edge of this big cow pasture. And we're just sitting there listening. And um, one gobbles off in the woods, probably 200 yards off in the woods. And so we take off after him. He just gobbled the one time. And I, I, I got a general area of where he was at, but I didn't, you know, pinpoint him because he only gobbled the one time but um he uh we get in the woods we we sit down i've got bennett next to me and john and corbin bennett's little brother sitting back behind me and we sit down get settled in and we're on the edge of a logging road and i'm like i wonder how close we got to this turkey about that time he gobbled probably 50 yards from us and I'm like, oh gosh, we got way, way too close on this bird. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I can't call to him because he's just gonna sit there and wait for me to walk up underneath him. And so I take the wing that I carry with me and just kind of brush it up against the tree, yeah. try to sound like a hen waking up. And no sooner do I set that wing next to my leg, he comes crashing through the trees and lands on the logging road 15 yards from us, and just looks right at us. And I'm like, Bennett, do you see him? He goes, Yeah. I was like shoot him (laughs) 
and he, I mean, just stone rolled him, and we started hooping and hollering. And I looked at my watch; it was like five fifty six or something like that. And I'm like, I looked at him. I said, "Don't you get used to this?" And I was <laughs> like, "This never happens. No, this is either. not typically how it goes." And it was it was unbelievable. But talking about like how good they can pinpoint sound like he as soon as he hit the ground he was 15 yards from us and made oh, eye contact with i me. swear they know what tree you're sitting on when oh you're yeah yelping. oh they know exactly what tree you're sitting on when you're, when you're yelping it's unreal yeah well you think about it too man and sometimes like down here in the south that's one thing that i like to do is, is just i don't get quite as aggressive like i'll yelp real soft and you think about it sometimes you know they're not gobbling or anything else and you tree yelp like as soft as you can and one gobbles like 400 yards away like yep. Yeah. How can they hear that? And, and especially if you listen to somebody that's like even 20 yards behind you calling. I mean, even some of their loud stuff doesn't sound that loud when you're far away from it. And the way they can hone in on that and pick it up is just Unbelievable. It's incredible. Unbelievable. If they could smell, wouldn't kill them. Man, there'd be a blue million of them if they could, if they could smell like a deer. No one would ever be yeah. able to kill them. Yeah, there'd be uh, there'd be no worry about uh, about uh, how many's out there. That's for sure. <laughs> Have to start shooting them with a rifle at that point. <laughs> They're unbelievable, man. It, they impress me every time. Just the way they act, and my favorite thing is everyone on Max different. Now everyone's got got their own story and mm-hmm. how pretty they are, and it's just I get blown away every time you're blessed enough to take one or at least even play play the game with one. Yeah. Can't beat it. It's the best. It's the best, man. There's uh, there's nothing quite like it. That's for sure. Nope. Well, I believe it's about. We can wrap it up now. Yeah. I think we're good. Hunter, appreciate you, dog. Good luck this afternoon and in the morning. I'm expecting a picture, even if it's a sunset will... picture. I'm expecting a picture. Well, if there's no dead turkey, it's going to be a uh, definitely not going to be a sunset picture. I can tell you that much. <laughs> but uh. I appreciate it, guys. It's been fun talking to you, and uh, good luck the rest of the spring. I hope you guys whack them. Yeah, uh-huh. man, you too. We'll see you, buddy. Holler at us when you get up this way. Absolutely. See All you guys. Right. See you, bud. Bye. Well, we appreciate y'all stopping by and listening in. This has been another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. See you, man.